What's up, guys? My name is Joey Jacob, and you're listening to the Jaco Collective Podcast. Hey, what's up, guys? Welcome back to another episode of the Jaco Collective Podcast. As always, I am Joey Jacob. This is the second podcast of 2020, oh, uh, so that's exciting. Here with uh, Chloe Gilligan. Hello. How are you doing, Chloe? I'm doing great. That's honestly. awesome. That's yeah. awesome. 2020 off to a fantastic start for you. It really is. It already feels not that 2019 was bad, but 2020 2020 feels really good so far. Yeah, yeah. I, it's so it's so funny. People you talk to about like how do you feel about the turn of the, the new 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 decade and, yeah. and, and new year? It's like they say the same thing. Well, it's not like last year was bad, but something <laughs> just feels fresh about this year. You know, it, it does. Feels, feels fresh, feels new, feels like a good time. Very even. You know, absolutely. 2020. Ab- absolutely. You know, see clearer <laughs> in 2020. Yeah, I can only imagine the uh, the same that are going to come out about this year. Um, All right, well, listen, here with uh, Chloe uh, Gilligan, we have known each other for about five minutes. Um, So I typically do this with with everyone. Um, A little section that I like to uh, start off with called uh, a rapid-fire questionnaire. Oh, man. Okay, so this is rapid-fire questionnaire. Hold on just a second. Let me me set the ambiance for this segment. Oh, Rapid-fire questionnaire. Okay, here we go. Okay. Quick questions. First okay. thing that comes to your mind. Ready? Okay. Most use emoji. The crying laughing face. Crying laughing face. Yes. <laughs> Did you name your first car? If so, what was the name? Okay, my friend's Jeep, my friend had a white Jeep and I had a black Jeep. So hers was white Bubba, mine was black Bubba. Black Bubba. Yes. That's amazing. <laughs> you. Uh, all right, you have to sing karaoke. What song do you pick? Oh, oh. Any Rihanna song, but I don't really listen to a lot of Rihanna, but I like <laughs> but, singing her karaoke. But if, you, but if you had to do karaoke, you're going with Rihanna. <laughs> yeah, I don't know why. Or Hillary Duff. Fair Hillary enough. Duff, too. Uh, okay, music is not a career option for you. What do you do instead? I would manage projects. I like planning nice. a lot. Nice. I like, like project planning. Okay, perfect. We'll get into that. I don't, we'll get into that I don't really know what that means. Yeah, yeah we'll, we'll dig into that <laughs> okay. for a second. That's interesting. Uh, what is your cell phone wallpaper right now? Oh, it's me and my boyfriend. I went to a Chinese Lantern Festival in Atlanta. Look at that. Yeah. Nice. So fun. fun fact. I tried to do some lanterns for my sweet wife for one of our anniversaries. Half of them went up in flames. Oh. The other half, yeah, it wasn't It wasn't. There was great. no fire in this one. Oh, oh. It's oh, okay. just light. Perfect. Yeah, yeah. No, I tried to do, I bought like a pack of them off of Amazon. That's like oh. you light the candle and they're supposed to like inflate they themselves up. and float. Yeah, half of them did not make it. Sounds dangerous. But it's a thought that counts. Hey, thought exactly. That counts. Um, all right, last one. What was your very first job? Does babysitting for my siblings count like a real job? Uh, What's the first job you actually got paid for? I taught someone piccolo. You play the piccolo. I did play the piccolo. Fair enough. I can still. Oh, you still? uh, When is okay? Another rapid fire question. When's the last time you played the piccolo? Uh, twenty fourteen, probably. So been a hot minute. Yeah, I was in marching band. Could you still play? I definitely could still play. Definitely could. Yes. Muscle memory at this point. Yes. All right. Thank you so much for participating in my <laughs> that game. That was stressful. That, that was <laughs> rapid so fire. Nervous. That was rapid fire questionnaire with Chloe Gillen, everybody. All right. Um, so listen, you're an artist. You're a songwriter. Um, so let's dive into to a little bit of, of what that looks like. So let's just talk yes. about a little bit about yourself. Uh, tell me where you're from. Uh, if it's not from Nashville, maybe even the story of, of how you got to Nashville. Yeah. So I am from a town in Georgia called Roswell, Georgia. It's like 30 minutes outside of Atlanta. Um, and I moved to Nashville because I became, and obviously we'll probably dive into this later, sure. but I got really into songwriting Yeah. and I like was writing like two, like 10 songs a week. Yeah. It, probably more than that. Sure. And my dad was like, 
okay, if you're really obsessed with this, maybe you can also find somewhere you can get a degree too. Yeah. And you could do that for a job. And I was like, wait, what? And then, so then we found Belmont and I moved to Nashville and I went to Belmont. Gotcha. So yeah. that was, so you didn't move until college, college yes. age. Okay. Yes. So gotcha. 2014, which gotcha. is why this last time I played piccolo. Cause that was in high school. <laughs> Fair enough. Fair. Oh, leave old things behind. Yes. In the past. <laughs> okay. Gotcha. So at what age did you start getting into, like, were you a singer first or did you always like songwriting or, or what did that look like? So funny story. I, I always loved the saying, like I was a kid who was like doing fake YouTube videos, like, Hey guys, it's me. I'm going to be singing teardrops on my guitar by Taylor Swift. And I, I was like, I like a unibrow probably, you know, yeah. like in my like Abercrombie shirt. Sure. Uh, but I became obsessed with Taylor Swift. Sure. And I mean, I feel like that's every, a lot aren't of real stories here. Aren't I know, are we yeah. all? Um, but I, yeah, I just kind of became obsessed with her and I was like, I could, I think I could do that. And yeah. I, I tried doing it and I like loved it. And sure. I, and I got, had like this massive crush on a boy, honestly, just to be honest. Yeah. <laughs> and I'd like, I would just write all the time sure. about him, but yeah. got really good at songwriting because of it. Yeah. So there, you go. there you go. Everybody has their role. I mean, yeah. for, him, for him, it was just helping you get better at songwriting. I guess, but I, but I always, I always love to sing. I guess I kind of skipped a lot there, but I always love to sing, but I had really bad stage fright. Sure. And I would try out for like, I would go to try out for all the church musicals. Yeah. And I, I like couldn't do it. And I tried out for my school musical one time when I was like 10, I started bawling my eyes out. It, I, I could not do it. Wow. And then one day in eighth grade, I had my, actually my band teacher. Yeah. <laughs> he was like, why are you so nervous? It's just me. Like I'm just a person. And literally in that moment, I was like, oh my God, you're right. Yeah. It's not a big deal. They're just I, people. Yeah. I should just sing it's, or like play music. You know, it's fine. Sure. And ever since then, I, yeah, I've, yeah, I love doing music. I have no stage right now. Yeah, <laughs> really, that, that one moment. <laughs> now, what? Um, now, were your was your family musical at all? Parents or anything like that? Or my grandmother plays piano at church every single Sunday okay. of her life, pretty much forever. Uh, and my mom can kind of sing, but not not really. But no one does it for a job or, no. or anything like that. I'm okay. the only person that does it for a job. Sure. Now, uh, now you say you say that you really started like diving into songwriting and, and things like that. Was that like piano, guitar? What was kind of the instrument that you that you kind of crafted that on? Well, for two months. Or was it piccolo? Did you write songs on the piccolo? <laughs> I maybe. <laughs> I don't really remember. I, I don't think so. Um, but I wrote without a guitar for like two months. Okay. Because that's when I guess speak. Was it Speak Now? One of one of the albums, I think it was Speak Now came out. Okay. And I got really into it right after I saw her in Atlanta on, in September okay. or August or something. And I was like, I got to do this. I got to give it a try. And so I tried to start learning how to write songs, but I didn't know how to play guitar. And sure. I was like, that's how you write songs, guitar. Yeah. That's how she writes songs. Yeah, of course. I could play piano too. I don't know why. Yeah, but Taylor Swift played gu- guitar. Guitar. Yeah, yeah, absolutely. You that's gotta, how you write songs. For sure. <laughs> so I got a guitar for Christmas and that was, that was pretty much it. Yes. Yeah. I was just always in my room. How, Actually, how, oh, how old was this? Freshman year of high school. Freshman year. Okay. But I had a snowstorm in Georgia because you have like an inch of snow in Georgia and, and the whole city oh, shuts down. down. Oh yeah, yeah. completely. <laughs> um, so I, my friend got a guitar too and I, she played it for like a month and I, I'm still playing it. So yeah. <laughs> she was good, but she wasn't like, that's how I knew I was really into it. Cause I yeah, was like every day going. like, meh, meh, meh. Sure, yeah. sure. It's funny. It's funny when I, when, when I talk to people who, who do different things, uh, it's really interesting to hear like how as a kid, 
that the the passion kind of like kind of rose up, right? Yeah. So it's kind of like it, everybody has a different story of like, oh man, I was into it when I was little, and that's all I could ever think about. And yes. it was, and that's kind of how I got started. Or or it's uh-huh. like, man, I got into a bunch of different things and didn't really care about a bunch of different things, or mm-hmm. like I, I lost interest. But then I always found interest in this one thing. Yeah. Um, and that's kind of where they honed in. So yes. it's always interesting to just kind of hear the the childhood side of things. I'm just yeah. kind of like, how'd you dive into that and, and what that looked like? Yeah. And um, I always loved music, but it was just, I mean, really there was something about Speak Now and the fact that she wrote it by herself sure. too, that I was like, okay, like, I feel like I get her. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> and then I kind of like tried to mimic a lot of, not, not of what she did, but kind of her process and sure. how she, I mean, she could talk about it all the time. Yeah. So, so, for, so for you, would you say that it was, uh, that you really fell in love with songwriting more than like singing or performing? Was it oh, more of that? Definitely. Yeah. I, I just loved writing songs. Sure. I didn't know what was going to happen. I yeah. just was like, I got to do this. Yeah. So if that, if that's freshman, if that's freshman year, take me through the next, like, you know, three or four years of high school and like thinking through what you want to do for a job. At, at what point did that become like a hobby for you? But then at what point did that hobby kind of turn into, oh, wait a second, people actually do this. do this for a living. Like yeah. this is actually possible. Cause I know you said your dad kind of had that conversation, Yeah. but, but was that like two years later? Was that like senior year when you're really trying to figure it out? Or was that kind of early on? So I guess it was probably the summer after my freshman year and my dad had kind of kept talking about Beaumont and Nashville. And so for New Year's Eve of by sophomore year of high school, we, he was like, let's just, let's just go visit Belmont. Yeah. Like, let's just go do it. Let's just go see. And I remember kind of like having this moment where I stepped onto Belmont's campus. No one was there. We didn't even take an official tour. It was totally shut down for New Year's Eve. And we stayed at the Opryland Hotel. Oh, look at that. <laughs> I got to bring a friend. It was great. Nice. <laughs> um, but I remember having this moment and like, okay, this town, people actually come here and they actually, they wake up in the morning and they write songs and it's it's a good job. Yeah. You know, and, and in a good way. Sure. And I kind of, after that, I kind of didn't care about high school after yeah. that. Yeah. Because then you kind of see, you see it here. You know, sure. it's like it, people don't see how being a musician is, oh, like you're doing music, good luck. Yeah. But it's yeah, like, yeah. it's really not like that here. Sure. Yeah. You yeah. know? And so, I mean, if, sometimes it can be. <laughs> yeah. If there, but if there's anywhere to like it, it, people may say, oh, you're doing music, good luck. But right. the best place to have good luck in doing music Here. is going to be somewhere like this. Yeah, yeah for exactly. Sure. And so I, I kind of just like, I didn't really care about hang, doing normal. High, I mean, I cared about normal high school things, sure. but I was always like, my friends, I'm like, hey, I play this, I wrote this new song, you want to listen to yeah, it? And they yeah. would kind of like gas me up, you know what I sure, mean? Sure. And they're like, oh, you, you remember us when you are famous? Yeah. You know, that whole, <laughs> everyone had that thing in sure. high school. Sure. But then I, I guess I... I started my senior year, like I made a music video yeah. with like a, my friend had a nice camera. Yeah. I think it's still on the internet. Yeah. <laughs> Don't look it up. <laughs> but it was called Sounds All Right if Uh-oh. you want to. <laughs> but, Don't look it up, but go look it up. Go look it up. <laughs> but it really was always about, I love the project side of it. Sure. Really. Yeah. yeah. Like you, you like the, 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 the doing, the doing things. Like yeah. The, like the videos and sure. the promo and the, yeah. the visuals. Like yeah. I love, that's my favorite part of Yeah. Music. Are you, are you a, uh, are you an Enneagram person at all? Yes. What, what are you? A four. You have, oh my gosh. <laughs> a four oh three. my gosh. With a wing three. Yes. My wife is, is an exact, yep. is an exact four with a, with I a wing three. I love your apartment by the way. I really can tell <laughs> <laughs> you're about your environment. Yes. This was, this, that is, that is so funny. Uh, so I'm the exact, if, in, if personalities could have an opposite, right. I am the exact opposite. So I'm an eight. Okay. Um, so I don't know many eights actually. 
a lot of people don't. Um, <laughs> they're a little bit more. Um, so I'm a. It's kind of weird to call yourself unique, but I'm kind of weird in the fact yeah. of I'm an eight, which typically eights are a little bit on the um, the unemotional side. They're a little bit more logical, a little yeah. bit more practical. Must be um, nice. <laughs> Well, that's literally why I have why this you, podcast. Why you guys work? Yeah, no, right? <laughs> she dreams everything up, and I see if we can make actually make it happen. Um, but yeah, so I, I'm I'm kind of unique because half half my brain enjoys creativity, like mm-hmm. I like being creative, but the other half of my brain really likes the execution side. Mm-hmm. So I'm pretty similar with like. I love shooting music videos, but I like, I, I love the project management side of it as mm-hmm. well. So like, yeah. I love directing them and I love coming up with a story, but I'm not really the greatest storyteller. The so logistics like, of it. Sure. Like, like yeah. So I love working with like artists and I love working with like maybe, um, uh, for those of, uh, for those who, who, who are listening, who, who don't know me, I do a lot of work with uh, businesses doing marketing campaigns and things like that. Yeah. And so I love meeting with, with businesses or, or artists and being like, Hey, I've got this song. Um, I want to, I want to do a story that's kind of like this mm-hmm. and I can kind of play off of their storytelling yeah but i'm kind of the guy that's like oh, okay sweet we'll take that story and here's how we can tell here's that story but yeah, here's the logistics cool. of like how we can actually get this done yeah so i really i, I can i can uh, understand that yeah. part of it because i really enjoy that side of things see that's so. my problem because i'm not super logical so i get all invested in the plan and then sure. people are like i don't know if you could do like, this. i don't know if we could actually do this yeah yeah, yeah. like it's fine <laughs> sure yeah, yeah it's, to- it's totally great yeah, yeah it'll it'll work <laughs> that's awesome that's awesome um so tell me so, so what made you, and this is a curious question that I, that I, I like to ask people, um, because every answer is different. Okay. Uh, a lot of times when you're in the creative field, um, school can be college specifically can be very optional. That's, yeah. that's a good yeah. word to use. Um, so you went to Belmont. Yes. Um, did you, did you finish? Did I you did. Like, do a degree? Woo. Okay. Go Bruins. <laughs> so what, what made you, what made you do that? What made you like, obviously like coming to Belmont, like got you into Nashville and that's right. great. But a lot of people like, oh man, I'll go for the first couple of years, make the connections that I want. And then I'll go tour with a, with a band. Right. Like, I'll do this or I'll get it, you know. Yeah. So what made you actually like complete it? Was that like a parental thing where it's like, hey, you should kind of do this or, or did you really just want to have that finished because of your three wing? Um, <laughs> I think maybe the more of the approval of my, not the approval, but I feel like my parents, paid so much for me to go to Belmont. Sure. And that, but that's not the main reason. I guess for me, I kind of, when you get to Belmont, you would go from being the biggest fish in the tiniest pond in your hometown sure. to being like an egg of a fish yeah. in the Atlantic Ocean. Sure, okay? <laughs> like, sure. And I really felt that when I got to Belmont. I wasn't, I didn't feel pressured or anything, but everyone when you get there is either like, Oh, I'm putting on an EP actually in October, and if you yeah. guys want to come to my show at Exit In, I'm like, what's Exit In? You yeah. know what it's I mean? Like, what's that? I don't I'm know. Like, what is that venue? Is that yeah. venue? And, <laughs> is it and, big? I yeah, don't know. <laughs> I don't know. And so I, I definitely went under the radar instead yeah. of doing the the big show sure. in a good way. People killed that freshman year, and yeah, I was yeah, like yeah. so impressed with that. But I kind of went like, no, yeah. I'm gonna figure everything out first. Sure. And I um, didn't really start truly doing music to my junior year okay and then i released an ep in november and i started talking to this guy just happened to come to my show in december okay to um this this like writers and i always playing called songs of Jets. it's okay. like i don't know if you've heard of yes. it but yeah 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 emma white's actually in it. Yeah. yes yeah so uh, but i played around there and he was like i run a publishing company like i'd really have to work with you and i was a junior and it really started just we just really started working together sure. and it kind of came into talks so, like i'm probably 
I going to sign with him? Yeah. And I w- kind of talked to my parents and I was like, you know, there's really no point in me getting a degree. Like I yeah. met the people that would lead me to this point at Belmont. Sure. And they were like, okay, yeah, but you have like a year and a half. Sure. And I was like, you know what? You're right. You're and right. And then I'll, yeah. I'll be able to say that I did it. Sure. Realistically, I was going to do it no matter what. Sure. <laughs> what, what what did you major in? Songwriting. So, okay. So, it's, okay. Great. You're, like, yeah, I have yeah. a degree, but it's sure. yeah. in songwriting. But that's, but I, but I honestly think that's, that's, I mean, that's, like I said, optional for sure. Right, I yeah. mean, there's a lot of songwriters who do not have that. <laughs> but I think that there is a certain um, advantage, maybe a strong word, but there's a certain uh, advantage to to having something something like that. Man, you've, oh, definitely, you've taken, yeah. You've taken a deep dive into what makes a good song. Yeah. Not not only not only emotionally, but like technically. Like yeah. you have a degree in it. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> so well, that's great. Well, also, I, f- I really feel like Belmont, especially when I was a junior and a senior, really you start actually doing your classes that are your major and i really feel like i wouldn't be asked to do half the writers rounds i do today if i didn't meet the people that were sure. still doing it yep. my junior and senior year yeah cuz you, you know? yeah cuz you really get people who are in those classes and that's, yeah, that's what they're doing yeah yeah yeah, yeah. <laughs> yeah. 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 <laughs> where they're my friends and sure. they're like hey, yo last minute want to hop on this round i'm yeah. like yes that's great please. now what um so so talk to me a little bit more about um about the publisher did that end up did that end up happening are you are you signed to are you still signed to that or or how did that how did that kind of play out yeah. Yeah, so I, this guy was kind of transitioning out of this one company and he was opening his own publishing company okay. and uh, I worked with him without any sort of money deal or, you know, contract or anything for a year, just kind of him mentoring me almost. Sure. Um, and after about like a year and a half of that sort of, it was it felt very mentor rather than yeah. my publisher at that point. And he was like, listen, like I'm really doing this. I'm really starting my own company and I will help you kind of, it's, it's basically artist development sure. as a quote-unquote publishing deal. Sure, sure. But yeah, I'm still signed to him and it, I, I have, you know, I get an income, which is nice. Yeah, no, it's and great. I, and I kind of just, he just kind of lets me do my thing and I get to write my own songs. I have a lot of creative control, which is so nice. Yeah. Like Now, do you write a lot for, because I know songwriting takes a hundred different forms. Yes. Do you Do you write a lot for film and sync? Do you write a lot for like other artists, like pitch to other artists? What, what does that kind of look like? Uh, uh, I mostly write for myself. Okay. Um, for just for artists, my artist project. Sure. Um, but I, and I used to not so much right now cause I'm kind of been, I'm about to have put out some stuff. So I've kind of been focusing on that yeah, for now, yeah. but sometimes I do sync. Like okay. I like making, I like making anything, honestly. Sure. Like if we sit down and some guys like, yo, I have this electro beat. Yeah. I'm like, sure. It's yeah. not me. But yeah. Well, that, like, well, let's do it. Yeah. Well, that's so, that's so funny. Cause, cause, uh, uh, shout out to a previous podcast guest who you mentioned earlier, May, uh, Maylin. Yes. Um, yeah. That's, she, I met her at Durango at oh, the okay. TV film thing for sync. Yeah. Yeah. yeah, so she does a lot of that, yep. and so she like like uh, when we were looking at some stuff, she literally produced like an ele- like an EDM track, yes. and it was like because a producer had this thing, and she was like, I just thought it was cool, yeah. so I wrote Did a song it. to it. She's like, yeah. it's not my artistry, but I released it, and I'm like, that's fun. Hey, featuring That's cool. blank is a yeah. thing now. So yeah, you can do anything. You can do anything. Yeah. yeah. Well, in, in the world where DJs and producers are now artists, yep. but they have to have singers on yep. their tracks. <laughs> like I still can't sing. Yeah. <laughs> so I really want to release some stuff, but it still sounds Jay. It's like, can yeah. you sing on it? That's great. That's great. Um, 
So, uh, so, so talk to me a little bit about, um, some of the, uh, so moving from like kind of songwriting stuff. Um, cause obviously once you were kind of, um, you know, you said, you said junior years when you really kind of started diving into some of that. Yeah. Um, is there anything that you can look back on, um, specifically, and maybe it is that, maybe it is that specific writer's round and if mm-hmm. it is, that's totally fine. But is there anything that you can look back on, uh, and it was like, man, I'm glad I did that. Yeah. Because that led to this, and now that's kind of where I am. Like, yes. Take me through the trajectory of junior year, meeting this meeting this publisher guy, and then kind of the next steps after that that you really feel like were impactful to kind of get you where you are. Yeah, so I kind of, I moved into, I guess like I, I kind of went through like a weird breakup-y thing. Sure. And I just moved into this new house, and I just was like, you know, you start getting a little bit older in college, you're like, oh my God, I have to actually get my life together sure? this is about to all be over and yeah. my dad always said like the door starts to shut when you're not a student anymore yeah. you know what I mean like yeah. there's so many opportunities at Belmont too and the people around you and everything yep. and so I was like you know what I, it feel I feel ready now like I feel like I want to start putting out some of the stuff I've been writing sure and I kind of got good content from the little breakup yeah <laughs> and I um I wrote these three songs I guess yeah three songs and I was like this is an EP yeah I just just said you know what I'm doing it and I just hit up all these producers I hit up some people about doing music videos and I just like really got on my grind for a second sure and I planned my own EP release show and I did the whole thing by myself and uh, it came out exactly how I wanted to come out and I was like yes that is my first step I wanted to take as an artist by myself at least yeah and that opened like every door for me that project yeah. yeah now 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 take me i think this this that's fantastic because i feel like there's a lot of people who are kind of in that in that mode of i'm not ready yet yeah um and i think there's and certain personality types are going to be a little bit slower or faster in yeah. feeling like they should be completely ready before they do something totally so speak uh, speak just a minute to to people who are kind of in that for lack of a better word, kind of limbo yeah. of like, I want to do something, but I don't feel like I'm ready. Yeah. What was it for you that was like, okay, no, it's time to do this, even though you have to do it all by yourself? Yeah, I think I got, I think I got tired of watching everyone else do it. And sure. I was letting that get be so negative when I yeah. was like, oh, I should be doing this. And instead yeah. I was like, I just turned it into a positive. I was like, no, I want to do that. Like I can do that. And I just, I really just had, to, I was so scared to reach out to producers. Like, yeah. I don't know what I'm talking about. I've sure. never worked with a real producer before. Yeah. And I've done like garage band demos. Sure. Like I've yeah. like, taped and glued my way through yeah. a demo, you know, <laughs> yeah. and garage band, not even logic. Yeah. And if you find my SoundCloud, like that was actually the first thing I put out before the EP was like three little SoundCloud songs. And yeah. they were received pretty well by my peers, at sure. least not like, everyone in Nashville yeah, by any yeah, yeah. means, but like people I knew at Belmont and I was like, okay, okay, I can do this. And I had to like really hype myself up. And yeah. it was honestly really scary because you don't know what it actually sounds like sure. when you're making your first project. Yeah. Like it could be crap, but it doesn't matter Yeah, because you did something and yeah. then you feel a little bit more confident and you feel a little bit more confident. And then you're like, okay, I get how this works now. Yeah. This is, this is kind of my thing. So yeah. t- take me, take me through the, uh, take, cause you, cause I know you, uh, you, you enjoy kind of the, the project and, and yeah. the planning and the execution. So take me through what it was like to, uh, to really 
actually sit down and plan that out from like an EP show to like, because someone who's listening may be, you know, they're like, they may be in the phase where you were just previous yeah. to where it's like, I don't know if I'm ready to do it, but I see everybody else doing it. I want to yeah. do it. What is like some super practical steps, but like, no, this is, this is what you do. Like you look up, where do you look up to find producers? Was it people that you knew? Was it was it friends? What what yes. would that process look like? So I this guy, his name's Stephen Day. You probably you probably know. He's awesome. He's okay. an incredible artist in Nashville. If you don't know him, you should definitely look him up. Sure. Uh but he kept putting out these awesome songs and he kept tagging this producer. It was this they were I think they're still a company called Lost Harbor Music. Okay. And I was like, I love his sound. I feel like we might work well together. And then I found a, two other people that I really liked how their sound, I mean, you can find anyone on Instagram oh, sure, now. Yeah. Like we found each other on Instagram, yeah. you know? Yeah. Like I, I just found the tag producer and I just cold email, just, hey, yeah, I'm Chloe. I have never done this before, but here's a garage band thing. Yeah. And then we got coffee and he kind of told me his deal and yeah. you know how much he charged. Sure. And luckily my parents are super supportive and they help me pay for a good bit of it that that yeah. really helps sure too. sure um but i mean it's not you can find people who do it at a decent price as well you yeah. know yeah but i i just feel like i found the producers and i was like okay now i have to find the musicians and then yeah. i went and i looked at all the past shows my friends had played and i found the tagged musicians and yeah. then i hit them up and then i after i found those people then i went and i found everyone's schedules and i lined it up and yeah. then i Came up with the concept of the EP. I kind of figured out, okay, these songs are all kind of about summer flings that I'd had with sure. these guys. I mean, honestly, just like four years probably have combined just, you know, yeah. that age is a lot of summer romances sure, because sure. you go home yep. from college and you come back yep. and it's like, oh, I miss them. Yeah. But yeah. There's three really songs. It. Yeah, right. Like, yeah, exactly. <laughs> yeah. So I, I, that was kind of the theme and I called it post-summer and I just made it this whole concept of kind of when you leave when you're reflecting back on the romance you had and kind of yeah. I don't know, yeah it was just that was yeah. kind of it you have a thing and now did you do any type of uh like um promotion or, or like promo stuff for for yeah. that particular release or did you just kind of do it i again i found a girl that it was a kind of a model on instagram that i was friends with and i found the photographer and i hit her up to do the cover yeah and i got the cover actually that was one of my friends shot the cover but the promo okay i was like i need some quality pictures yeah and then i did seven days till post-summer it yeah. really just is about watching someone that you admire that's not quite broken the mold yet sure because you're probably right behind that person sure and that really and luckily being at belmont that's my whole friend group was that yeah you know and everyone was just kind of like boo boo yeah. like taken off yeah and i think there's yeah. a lot of different ways like even even speaking super super practically to like releasing music i feel yeah. like nowadays um hopefully no one thinks this anymore but used to it was like a thing of like man i have to release three singles and then a huge yep. 12 song record no and that's just not no the, one's doing that yeah no yeah. one's doing that anymore and so so it's very it's it's now more than ever it's more accessible for people to to, to start it's yes. never been easier to to start because you're right you do have a lot of producers who charge a lot of money but yeah. you also have the same amount of producers who work with independent artists and they are, get it and they understand yeah. and it's like hey we're not gonna go to ocean way studio and rent out seven <laughs> days for drums no. But we can make a good sounding track, and here's how I can do it, and here's what this looks like. Yeah. Um, and so I think now more than ever, it's very practical and very easy and accessible for people to to just start. Yeah. Um, and I, I so. also think that Nashville is such a nice town. Sure. Like, 
it really also comes down. I mean, I'm still doing this with people. I just had to go through finding merch for my last project. And this girl that I'm friends with, she had awesome merch. And I was like, can we get coffee and talk about how you did your whole promo and your merch? She was like, yeah. 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 And I I didn't end up using her merch person, but it really just takes reaching out to people, which can be so scary in the beginning. Yeah. 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 But then you realize like, that's how they did it. Oh, sure. So everyone's done it. Yeah. Well, that's it. Yeah. Well, because I feel like now it's such a catch 22 because people are, people are saying, uh, you know, there's this whole, there's this whole, um, uh, idea of social media is making us less social. Yeah. And I would argue that it's, it's making us more social because, uh, where would where would we have ever met if it wasn't for I discovered your stuff on Instagram I liked your stuff I followed you it's like hey I should try to get her on the podcast yeah like I don't have your phone number I don't even have I have whatever email is on your Instagram yeah so like I like a lot of people are like man people are hiding so much behind their phones it's like well I would I would be willing to argue that more connections have been made especially in today's world especially in a certain town like yeah. this more coffees have been had oh, over sure. over Instagram DMs than, the awkward, than like, anything when else you hit someone up on Instagram you get coffee with them you're like do I remember what they looked like yeah you have to like double check like that's right that's right okay or like you're walking in it's like I'm wearing a black hoodie yeah like, I know. I'm wearing a black hoodie and blue it's like jeans. a blind date for like, <laughs> like social like yes. work connections for sure for sure um so for all of you guys out there who are who are thinking um about doing uh your first um first production there's plenty of producers out there yes uh if you're thinking about doing your um first promo um photography shoot or music video shoot you can just hit up the jacocollective.com uh-huh. yeah a little plug there. <laughs> um, it's, it's the benefit of hosting the podcast. I just plug myself. Plug myself. Hey, So, so talk to me about. Um, let's get into some of uh, your music. Okay. Um, now you just hit a big milestone. Uh, I followed that. I do. You just oh, hit a big milestone yes. of one of your songs just got over a million, a million did, plays, right? Yes. Um, so not lonely, just alone. So talk to me a little bit about um, about that and what one million uh streams what does that what does that mean for you what is that uh how'd that make you feel as a four so a million oh here it is here it is here it is (laughs) this is not lonely just alone and i believe this is one of the first songs that i ever heard of yours after i um so the way that i first met you was knew of you was years ago yeah you did a songwriting round at the puckett's boathouse that i (laughs) used to super random venue i used to run audio for like four years ago three years ago and um i just remember you were there and i looked you up and this was probably one of the first songs that i heard i'm like yeah cool stuff i'll follow along with this so this is the first song to hit a million streams for you. So, so tell me about this song. Was this uh, was this one of those um, summer fling songs as well? Or uh, I, yes, um, I, I at the time I, this I went just I had this whole experience with this guy, and essentially, I it just ended. It didn't end right. It sure. just it wasn't bad by any means, but we just tried to be a thing, and then both of us were kind of like, I don't think. I don't think we can be together. Yeah. And then, but we've been friends for a while and I'm, I'm trying to explain this. <laughs> I'm like, I'm like, how do I word this on like the internet? Cause everyone's probably heard me talk about this at shows before. How do I, I word guess, this on the I internet? The story I should tell is that I, it took me a really long time to get over the situation because we were friends for so long before sure, that sure. all happened. Um, and one day I ran into him and I was like, I think I'm I'm over it. Like I'm yeah. over what happened. Yeah. I'm not over like him necessarily, sure. but I'm over what happened. I feel okay about it. I'm yeah. still sad that that happened, but I'm not like 
upset and sure. I don't carry it with me every day. And I ran into him and I, I still remember what I was wearing. It was like this really big, <laughs> iconic, like movie moment for me, such honestly. A such a four. I know. Such a four. I knew you were going to turn around when I said that. Such a four. I know. I'm such a dead four. My, uh, wife is, my wife is sitting at the kitchen table and every time she says something that she resonates like, yes. with, she's like, yeah, preach, <laughs> preach, preach it. Preach it, girl. <laughs> there, every time she's like, yeah, do you remember that time when you did that like three years ago? Yeah, you were wearing that those like <laughs> those weird shoes and stuff like stuff. I'm like, I have no idea what you're talking about. You're like, sure, honey. Yeah, yeah, absolutely. That's what I'm talking about. <laughs> I'm the exact same yeah. way. But it really was like this big moment to the point where I, we actually were neighbors, which was really unfortunate. <laughs> <laughs> trying to get over him. And so was his like new girlfriend too. So it was yeah. this whole like dramatic thing. Yeah. And I remember walking away. I was like, it was good to see you. And he's like, we should catch up sometime. And I was like, yeah, maybe. Yeah. And I turned around and I was like, not. Nah. <laughs> and so, and I went home and I like wrote, I, you can. I put it on my Instagram actually when it hit a million streams. But yeah. I, I wrote it on like a piece of scrapbook paper that I had because I I literally wrote it so fast. Yeah. It just came out of me, and honestly, probably less than fifteen minutes. Sure. And I was like, "Yep, that is what I've been waiting to write since yeah. since we ended." Sure. Sure. And so I I just I put it. I hit up my producer, same guy that produced the first EP. Yeah. And I was like. I have this song. The next day, I was like, I have this song. I really feel good about it. I want to release it in the spring. Let's do it. And he yeah. was like, cool. You can come over next week and let's draft it. Nice. And then, yeah, it, it, it hit a million streams. This is right when Spotify started doing like the Discover Weekly stuff. Yeah. This is right when it started happening. Okay. And it, when, even when it happened, everyone was like, what? Because it started getting all these streams. Sure. I didn't even notice it because I use Apple Music. Yeah. <laughs> and I like check Spotify like here and there. Yeah. And then they now they have the Spotify for Artists app. Sure. Yeah, yeah. But anyways, this guy who I barely know on Facebook was like, hey, um, I don't know if you know this, but like I just noticed your song has like 50,000 streams. Like congratulations. And I was like, what? What? I was like, what do you mean? Because the day before it had like 2,000. Yeah. And I was like, what? what? Okay. Yeah. And I checked in and I was like, what wow. is happening? Yeah. And so then I figured out that it was on the playlist on Spotify. Gotcha. gotcha. And th so thankful for Spotify because sure. it's just kept yeah. rolling since then. Now, now for <laughs> for people who for people who who don't who don't know, um, and and don't get into the, I, I'm no. not asking for any specifics. No. <laughs> but it does a million streams on Spotify. Is what does that look like monetarily for you? Oh, is that sad. anything? Is it is it like anything to like? Is it <laughs> like you know? Okay, okay. Because some people, I, I mean, I can tell you if you I'm, want. No, I don't. I, I mean, that's that's what I do. I don't care about. I don't care about details. But it's it's, it's funny. It's sad. It's, it's yeah. just <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. We, we can say that. It's just funny because like people who maybe don't do music or anything like that, like yeah. a million. Whoa. Oh my gosh! It's like we got to understand. We're talking, I, and I don't know the exact figure. We're talking point zero 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 six cents a stream. Yeah. So for those of you with a calculator, if, you yeah, if minus taxes and everything else. Yeah. So if you pull up a phone calculator, you can you can do the math. Yeah. Then um, that wasn't even on my publishing deals. So oh that's, sure. That's yeah. just straight up what I made. It's yeah. Sad. It's still sad. It's so that really wasn't even sad. like any kind of publishing split or anything like that. That's all me. Baby. So yeah. So so what what year was that? When did you release that? I released that twenty uh, maybe twenty seventeen. Okay. Twenty eighteen. I maybe? can't remember. Uh, it's not. I, I should it, have that. I should have that pulled up. It was I'm twenty. Seven. I don't okay. know. Okay. I, I should know that too. Yeah, my yeah. song. So what comes? So what comes next? So after that whole EP, what what comes next? It wasn't Erase August, right? No, it, it was it was it was post summer, and then it was not only just alone. Mm -hmm. And then I had a song, um, which was really cool. Got put on All American. It was a CW show. Okay. So I released a single called Unsure, and then I put out like a 
two song single pack called Come Down. It was Come Down and Sidewalk Someday. Okay. And then I put out, oh, and then I put out Nervous. <laughs> a lot of yes. songs out now. I'm like, no. Oh. Hey, you're building up your, you're building <laughs> up a, a, a repertoire here. But yeah, then I, the, it was all, this past summer was to lead up to Race August. Yeah, that's great. Yes. And so uh, Race August is your last, uh, it's probably your biggest project, right? Yes, A full uh, seven song. Yes. Uh, you're kind of almost getting into that full record realm. I mean, you throw three or four more there. songs on there, you're 10, 11 songs in. Now you're now you're doing full record. It's my big EP small album. Yeah, yeah, that's yeah. What yeah, yeah. That, that's what it is. That's what it is. But you're, you're, inching, you're inching your way up. Um, so the title track off of that um, uh, is Nervous. So that is, that's it's right here. Yes. Okay. So tell me, tell me about the writing um, of of this project. How long did you kind of plan this, or, or, or how long was this in the making for? Okay. So the honest story about how this EP came together yeah. was I had written. Uh, I already had all these songs basically from the last like two and a half years. Yeah. These are just random songs that I had. That we were like, oh, one day we want to put this out. One day we want to put this out. But they all just kind of kept building up, and there was really no link. Sure. to any of them um and then we thought about doing a little ep i mean like i had san francisco before i had ever even written come down which i wrote like seven months before it came out yeah. so like it uh, these songs are a huge mixture of just like the past two and a half yeah. to three years and i wrote we had nervous and i wanted to put nervous out but i was like something it doesn't fit everything else. Yeah. As you can tell, it's sure. very organic sounds. Yeah. And the nervous is definitely my me entering pops now. Sure, sure. And um, this past March, I wrote Sync. Like, I went to this right and he p- played this one sample in the beginning where it's like the ding, ding, yeah. ding, ding, that thing. And I was like, oh my gosh, this is a song. This is it. This is the one I've been waiting for. And I, it, we wrote it so fast. Yeah. Yes, this one. Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> and, I, lo- I love this EP, by the way. Thank it's you. Great. I love Thanks it. It's so awesome. much. Yeah. Well, it's kind of a hodgepodge because, so I wrote this song. I was like, okay, at least now I could put Nervous on. And I was like, but something's missing. Yeah. And Erase August, actually, yeah. funny story, the guy I wrote it with a year before I wrote Sync. Okay, so this is March of 2019. Okay. Sorry, I'm like bouncing all no, over the place no, right fine. now. No, you're I'm fine. Like, I'm like seeing this all in my head, but no, I realize no. we're on a podcast. And tell, no, 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 you're good. <laughs> tell, me, tell me how it came together. Tell okay, so together. I wrote Sync, and a year before I wrote Sync, so March 2018, I wrote Erase August with this writer named Todd Wright. He's awesome. Okay. Um, he, a year later, so March 2019, the day after I wrote Sync, out of the blue texts me and goes hey so random but here's that song we wrote a year ago like a, exactly a year yeah. ago and i was like oh i forgot about this like race yeah. august cool i think i like this one and i played it and i was like the ep is called race august yeah this is that's it and that was Done. it that was yeah. it and i literally called my publisher and i was like hey um just so you know um this is what we're doing yeah. <laughs> he was like uh uh okay and i'm like yeah. yeah no it's fine but like it's happening yeah <laughs> so and it just all within like two weeks i had like a whole idea plan schedule everything yeah from it just from it's, it's funny how hearing something like that can just kind of uh spark a whole yeah a whole idea a it was whole the whole thing. the title of the ep was yeah. the last song yeah. i was like oh yeah that, that you didn't it. even know that you didn't even know existed yeah really until he, he sent it to you oh yeah, yeah that was a thing yeah because yeah. ironically everything that was negative that happened in the ep that i wrote about like if i literally had just erased august like I wouldn't have met half the people. I wouldn't have done half yeah. the things. Like, yeah, that's great. It was crazy. I was like, wow, that really yeah. <laughs> summed that up. Yeah, Thank look, you. Look at that. Sending appreciate that. that. I, I, did, I knew what I was if doing. If I got it earlier, I don't think it would have, I yeah. don't think, I think I would have 
not forgotten about it, but sure. it just wouldn't have been the same. Yeah, yeah. one of those right time, right, right time, right places. Type Seriously, yeah. <laughs> uh, so, so that, so you, so you just released that um, last year, so yes. 2019. So, what is uh, you alluded to to some things coming up? But what do you what What's next? What's what, what you got next? Um, I actually, I think I can announce this here. Yeah. I'm, I'm gonna announce it next week. Go for it. Um, but I this is am an exclusive. Exclusive. <laughs> I don't even know. I like just got a manager for the first time, oh, like yeah? a week ago, technically. Okay. Sure. <laughs> Signed it. There you go. Um, but we haven't. I'm playing at Sundance Festival next week. Oh, okay, yeah. awesome. Yeah, yeah, so that's I'm great. Play, I'm playing that. Yeah. Um, two little shows there. Yeah. And then after that, I'm putting out a single and then like another small EP. Gotcha. Yeah. So that's, is that going to be early this year or is that a little bit later this year? It's going to be probably March. That's oh, the, early. Yeah, that's, that's great. That's the chosen month, I think, is yeah. it's going to happen. That's awesome. But you never know. <laughs> yeah, absolutely, for sure. <laughs> it could be October. Yeah. So. <laughs> Uh, okay, so uh, as we as we end, I want to ask uh, I want to ask one one thing. Um, what would you say? Just well, what is one practical tip that you would give uh, someone who is uh, attempting to do creativity or art um, as as a business, whether that's photography, um, whether that's acting, whether that's songwriting, being an artist, yeah. being a, just a singer, what is kind of like one practical tip that you would give to someone who's on the front uh, kind of fringes of thinking about wanting to do that? I would say, and uh, this, this, this is how I operate. Sure. I try to just be extremely nice to everyone I meet because there's people at Belmont that I was like, what's gonna happen in their career but like I hope they make it and they're really sweet people and they're killing it now you yeah. know and that's not to say that they weren't talented but people grow you know and people sure. people find their way and people find their path and I, I hate it when I run into someone who's like oh yeah I didn't really their show kind of like stunk yeah. and I'm like okay but you could see them in a year and they could be incredible that happens sure. All the time here. Sure, sure. I never. I guess I would say like never write someone off. Yeah. And always make sure you're friendly to them because I there's so many people that I just encounter again yeah. and it's always gonna come. I mean that's life in general, but sure. like I really feel like especially Nashville. Yeah. Which I've have sometimes when I go out to LA, I get scared because people are more like cut and dry yeah. there. You oh, know. Do, do you spend time writing in LA? Sometimes, yeah. Okay. I have. I definitely have. But I I think that there's something to say about Nashville being so community-based yep. and I really thrive in community-based sure. environments sure. and I I mean literally everything I have right now in terms of my career being quote-unquote successful sure. like I'm, I guess I'm making money off sure. music hey that's but, that is success <laughs> that's the thing. if you're paying your bills off of it that's success <laughs> yeah, yes. most of my bills yeah <laughs> Dad might be helping me a yeah, little yeah. bit. <laughs> like, I pay my rent. No, I, think no, no. I get by. That's success. That's success. I babysit a lot. Okay, yeah, yeah. but um, but no. I mean, I really feel like any connection I have is just. I just honestly get. You don't have to write with everybody. You sure. can go get coffee with someone. You yeah. can just go. You can talk to them at a party for thirty minutes, and they're gonna remember you and say, "Hey." Like I, you know, I remember we had this conversation. Like, do you want to like work on my next record with me? Like, yeah. I need a bass player. Sure. You know, go to show. Also, one more. Yeah. Go to shows. Yeah. That's good. There's so many people that like I wouldn't have talked to had I not gone to that show. Yeah. My last show I just played, the bass player was because one of my good friends he played bass for my friend. Yeah. I was like, that guy was great. Yeah. That, that, it's it's so funny because because I've and I've had this conversation with uh with like personal friends before, but especially. 
in Nashville, yeah. I, I think a lot of times when let's just let's just like take it all the way down to the bare bones. Yeah. You're putting together a band. Yeah. The first thing you're going to think of is, man, I want people who are good. Mm-hmm. Like, obviously, I want some talented people yeah. around me. I don't want a drummer. <laughs> a like, crummy drummer. Yeah. yeah. It's like I don't want to I don't want a drummer who can't keep time or yep. a, a bass player who doesn't play the right notes or mm-hmm. like, obviously, you want people who are good. If you're in a town that do that does not have a lot of musicians or isn't known for its mu- musical talent. Yeah. You would probably ask someone to maybe play a show with you that maybe wasn't that, you, that wasn't your favorite person, but they were a talented musician. But it, yeah, it works. Newsflash yeah. in Nashville, everyone is an amazing musician. Yeah. <laughs> so the only way that you stick out is if you're a good hang and you're nice to talk to yeah. and you're a good person because uh-huh. they don't have to go with a, a jerk who's good at bass because they can throw a rock in the middle of the street and hit somebody who's a good at bass yep. or, or a good a good drummer or yep. someone who just got off the road with some major musician. Yeah. And so I think there's something to I think there's something to say about making connections with people and being nice to people yeah. and like being kind of remembered yeah. as just being like a nice guy, good to talk to because everyone in the city does what you do probably better. Probably definitely better in some way. Yes, they're better yes, than you. Yes. <laughs> yeah. So the only way that you're going to be able to get the, uh, to get the stick out. So this goes for musicians who are trying yeah. to tour or for artists who are trying to get more like photographers. You know, it goes anything, for every any anything, creative. Yeah. Anything. It's, it's really like it's going to come down to the people you know because around every corner uh, it's, it's, it's someone who's going to be better than you. So it's yeah. not only who you know um, but it's who knows you. Yeah. It's like do, do you have did you go to those shows and, and talk to those people and did you do the uh, did you do the Instagram DMs and yeah. have coffee and but you and have just to really stuff, mean you know? it too because sure. like you can't there's also people that you know they just go out and they're it might be a red door every night but yep. if they're just doing it to yep. climb yep. you know the ladder of success yeah. people can see that yeah some people some people I think there's a definite that there's it's definitely obvious when some people are just checking off the networking checkbox yes. it's it like okay me out. cool I, cool <laughs> I, I networked I networked today sweet <laughs> I got five numbers today awesome I'm good to go yeah it's like, well yeah but networking is different than just getting a contact in yeah. your phone it's like hey did you did you actually go to coffee and like did you offer to buy them a cup of coffee did you remember so what you they know, told you the last time they talked sure, to you sure. i always say to try and remember one thing that i talked to them about yeah, because because yeah. that that's what people want to know that they're you know seen by you sure sure and it, if even if it's hard to remember all that but yeah. like you i don't know i just like for example my bass player that played in my last show i'm gonna use him for every show now sure he's great he yeah. was so nice yep no qualms like yeah. he's easy breezy and it's, i was like it's like Thank be, you. be nice it's so funny because we met uh so back when we were when we were doing um our uh gracie and joey stuff we yes. uh we didn't have a bass player. We had her brother is a phenomenal drummer. If you ever need a drummer, let let, let me know. He's a phenomenal drummer. Um, he's 19 years old. Oh, has cool. played with some relatively large artists on relatively large stages. Yeah, um, fantastic guy. Our best friend, great guitar player. He's a songwriter. He's awesome. But when we were really doing some shows, we were doing festivals and kind of doing some things. We just yeah. didn't have a bass player. We looked everywhere. Like we yeah. used uh, we used one of her family's friends, and he's a phenomenal bass player. Yeah. but he was a little bit older and like Not just couldn't right travel fit. a ton. Yeah. yeah. And so was a great bass player, but just didn't like long term. We were looking to like really try to Tour, figure yeah. something out. And so um, we went on. Uh, there's a site called. Um, uh, oh goodness, I don't remember the site. There's like sites where musicians would post and like things like that. Like hey, I'm a musician, yeah. yada yada yada. Uh, there were so many different things. Reverb Nation was a site. It's just like yes. Li- like yes, we were on yes. all those like little all sites. Yeah. Yada yada. yada. <laughs> 
couldn't find a bass player. We literally took to Craigslist yeah. to try to find a bass player. And I am not advocating for this. You can do that here. You can. It, it, you just got to be careful. It's a little sketchy sometimes. Not going to lie. Um, but I kid you not, six years ago, seven years ago, we met our bass player on Craigslist. He was the nicest guy in the world. We've used him for every show. He's one of our best friends. He was a groomsman at our wedding. All sorts of things. Like... And so but he like, was nice when he, you met him. He was nice. Yeah. We met at a Panera. Uh, I, I joke around with him all the time. Shout out to Justin Lowry. If you guys ever need a bass player, he's phenomenal. <laughs> Justin Lowry. Uh, his handshake is a little weak. He knows that. It's a little fishy. <laughs> he gets that. But he's a phenomenal bass player. And he came. He always came on time, prepared, yeah. and was just super nice. Yep. That's how you're gonna get show up that's and show how you're out. Gonna, yeah, that's how you're gonna get calls. Um, and so yeah, I mean anybody who's trying to to do anything creative, especially in this town, uh, it's like make the connection and and be genuine about it and it's not hard to remember that kind of stuff like no, doing it's, yeah. if you're being if you're being genuine about it like if you really had a good conversation with somebody you're going to remember it like yeah. you're not going to meet them again and be like oh man i need to remember one fact that they said yeah it's yeah, like it's not like that yeah, yeah it's, it's like genuine. if you really if you really had a good conversation with somebody it's like you're going to like you're going to remember like oh man i remember talking to him yes. he gave me some great advice about this or something yes, like that i meant the genuine so, side of this just yes. to clarify it oh this. yeah yeah well no you mentioned it afterwards you're like be genuine about it and it's like yeah, yeah. it's not hard to remember some of this stuff if you're yeah. just like if you're just really trying to like just make a friend like yeah. just be nice and, and make friends exactly like the um, way the way i got into the song Sever Dead sing which is how i got my publishing deal which is how i have everything now yeah. is because i was friends with the girl belmont she's yeah. like hey i remember you said you're you just put out an ep like th- like this group needs new girls to be in the group do you want to go audition for them like i gave them your name yeah and that is literally why i have like sure. everything now you know what i mean yeah, but we were, we were friends we were nice to each other yep there that's how it happens yep Listen, Chloe, thanks so much for stopping by. Thank Appreciate you. taking your time. First uh, be- podcast. Absolutely. <laughs> Boom. There you go. Uh, hey, before we before we uh, before we kind of kind of get done, let uh, let everybody know where they can like follow your stuff, see all your stuff, um, oh, yes. and all that kind of stuff. Um, yeah, my like my social media. Everything. Yeah, yeah. Okay. Shout it out. This is your time to plug yourself. My, my I've even talked about yourself for like the last forty eight minutes, but you can keep going. I know. As a four, you know, I enjoyed that a lot. <laughs> Um, no, you can find me on Spotify and Apple Music just under Chloe Gilligan. That's my real name. Yep. Um, and then on Instagram, you can find me at Chloe Gilligan 24. Yep. And uh, I think my Twitter is cgilly24. You, you're on Twitter? I am on, on Twitter. On I don't tweet anything, but if you go to my favorites, they're pretty fire. <laughs> I don't tweet anything. Yeah, but yeah, yeah. I, I'm not even on Twitter. I don't, yeah. Twitter is... I favorite really funny things. Fair enough. And I'm about to start a TikTok, which, yeah, you know, hate you it go. if you want, but it's Oh, no, funny. no, 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 no. TikTok is, TikTok's where it's at. I've been thinking about, I've been thinking about doing a TikTok, but I don't know what I would do. I don't so either, but. I'm think, yeah, yeah, yeah. I, I'm trying to figure it out, but that's on the, that's in the plans. No, no, TikTok is the right way to go. You're forward thinking for sure. If you take away anything from this podcast, it's yeah, TikTok that, is the right way TikTok to go. TikTok is everybody. the right way to go. That's, that is, that is the main value, uh, the value proposition here. Oh my God. Well, guys, listen, thanks so much for taking time to listen to this, uh, to this episode as always be sure to uh, like the podcast subscribe to the podcast go follow us on instagram at the jaco collective uh and other than that we will see you guys in the next episode